Yay. Hi, everyone. My name is Ria, and I'm accompanied today with Julia and Yasmin here at Brainwave. And today we're going to discuss how gender roles affect mental health. So for me personally, I feel like growing up, I was always told that women are considered weaker than men and that um, men are, are like just boys in general um, are the ones who do like the heavy lifting and everything. Whereas um, women are just like expected to clean up after men. And, um, and I just think growing up, I've seen how um, many more opportunities there are for like males in specific industries like the STEM field in comparison to women. And I think it's like important um, to have like women inclusion and women diversity nowadays, but that's just like something I've witnessed growing up. Um, how about? the rest of you guys. Yeah, I agree. I feel like women like have definitely been stereotyped as being more like more emotional, more like dependent, as opposed to men who are kind of supposed to be like stronger um, and like less dependent and things like that, which also I feel like can prevent people from like being able to seek mental health help. Like men might be kind of afraid of being seen as like emotionally weak or something like that if they feel that they need to get the help they they need and then also um I saw in some research that it can also affect like what people kind of assume like a mental illness you have like men are more stereotyped with violence which is linked more to like assumptions of alcohol abuse and stuff like that as opposed to women who since they're more stereotyped with dependence um, are more linked with like depression and things like that. Okay, I'm gonna pitch my part in, but um, it's actually really funny because like Rhea sent me the topic we're discussing today and I was on TikTok and I was scrolling and there was this guy talking about like how um, he was trying to convince the audience um, how women are just built to be like more on the emotional level and so I was like okay I guess and so he goes and he keeps going on to say where he's um, saying things like men have to understand that if a woman if a woman comes to you with a certain concern that you have to understand on her level like she doesn't think the same way you do and men and women are built different in that sense and I think we're gonna um Julia like slightly touched on it but like how men are considered maybe weak if they have certain feelings or if they um feel a certain way like if you guys hear the phrase men don't cry that's like a thing as well and that all all, that all plays a part in toxic toxic masculinity I can't talk today but that all plays a part in in itself um but I do think that this whole like difference between men and women um seems to be taken very far sometimes like it's over exaggerated to some points and it's not like the feminist in me coming out or whatever um which is a topic in itself where people think feminist feminism is something that it's not where women where feminism they think the whole idea is women think they're better than men when wherever the point where feminism would actually like came to topic in history was women just trying to be equal or to the same standard that's a topic in itself 
Um, you guys can build off whatever you want and what I said. Yeah, speaking of what um, Yasmin said about toxic masculinity, I think it's like very apparent that men aren't like allowed to be feminine. It's like looked down upon. Like um, things like makeup, like men being able to wear makeup or um, wear certain colors like pink, I guess like that's really looked down upon. And um, I just feel like, yeah, it does lead to such toxic masculinity. And um, I've just seen like a lot of hateful comments towards um, other men who are actually in touch with their feminine side. And it's like kind of gross to see all these negative comments of, about um, how men are like supposed to be and the same thing towards women. Like where they're like both categorized to fit in a specific role and um, just to um, adhere to what like um, their gender is like supposed to act like. Yeah, like I know, um, obviously things have kind of gotten a little bit better over time, but um, like my grandparents only let my grandma go to college because they told her she had to be either a teacher or nurse, but she eventually actually like broke out of that and she became a journalist, which was like very <laughs> not common for women at the time. So, yeah. I think, oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> But um, um, I think just like throughout history, how women have been portrayed and like um, like the roles women are supposed to uptake, it's like they're supposed to be the caregivers, they're supposed to take care of the children, and you know, like they're supposed to be the ones at home while their like husbands are the ones who um, go off to work and um, are the ones who are able to earn money. And I just like remember watching in Little Women how um, Amy, she like one of the sisters kind of points out that marriage is an economic proposition for women because um, it is like the only way women are able to move up the social class because like for the longest time women weren't able to make their own money. And in order for them, to like provide a secure future for their family they would have to like marry into a stable marry someone who is like wealthy and stable and yeah it's like that's just how I think women have like always been portrayed in society back then okay I was literally thinking about this exact topic a couple of days ago because I think it's funny um how it's obviously it's built into I don't know if you want to call it American culture. I don't think it's American culture. I think it's just like over, it's a global culture. Okay. Whatever you want to call it. But this idea that, that women should stay at home, take care of the kids, men can go out and work. Obviously it's, I'd like to assume a lot less, like, how do I explain that? It's not as common now as it was back then. Um, and I was thinking about how funny it is to back then the only reason it was kind of popular was because men would quite literally go to war okay and the women were the ones to stay at home because obviously women back then couldn't go fight in the war and then they um fought to be included somehow and then we see women come in as like people of aid 
to help the men in the war. So we see kind of them go up in the social level, which is cool. Um, but now if we see like slight comments and people, men specifically, who think they're funny um, with the, oh, women should be in the kitchen when like we don't really see men going to war anymore. So it's like, if you're going to go have a job, get a job, do whatever you want, but don't expect um don't expect something in return because I mean if you want that you can discuss it with whomever but like I'd like to make it clear that's not what I'm about if you go work I'm gonna go work too that's like personal preference it also depends on the woman if she wants to stay at home she can do what she wants but uh it's very upsetting to see sometimes that I don't like to think it's the man's fault because I do think that it depends on the environment they grew up in. So if they, if they see it with their parents, they're obviously going to have that same thing. Or if the parents put it in their head, that's also something as well. Um, so that's my take on the slight subject. Yeah. And I think the media can definitely perpetuate kind of that image sometimes too. I mean, like you talked about how in little women, like there's definitely more representation now than there used to be but definitely sometimes like objectifying women or like sexualizing them can definitely perpetuate that I also feel like in the past a lot of famous women were kind of sexualized and I think like a good example of that is like Marilyn Monroe because I feel like even if you don't know who Marilyn Monroe is, you probably have seen something because um, she's just like certain, her certain films are like, um, have been publicized a lot. And um, like Marilyn Monroe is just kind of known as like a sex icon. So it's like known that she's been sexualized from a young age and, and like, She's been like sexualized, objectified, and in um, even abused in certain workplaces where she, um, uh, you know, just like had work basically. But yeah, it's just like kind of sad to see how like these um, intelligent women are kind of like only known for um, known for like what they've been sexualized and um, what men have perceived them out to be, you know. And yeah. Also, um, quick thing, but I, I like literature. Um, and so something that I tend to see in a lot of, um, a lot of, oh my God, I'm literally, I forgot how to speak English. In a lot of maybe excerpts or plays, there we go um like Shakespeare Hamlet a bunch of different um famous writers uh when they refer to a woman at that point in time obviously it's quite common but if you refer to a woman you usually refer to her in relation to someone else like you've never throughout history or throughout literature you don't really see women being referred to as themselves they kind of see oh like um Hamlet's wife or King whoever's wife or his mom or his uh, daughter everything is in relation to a him 
or a man. So I think that's something um, we don't see as much now, I think. Maybe I'm just living under a rock, but um, I don't see it as as much as I did. But that that's what I thought about when Rhea mentioned the whole women are seen to be what they're sexualized as by men. That's the connection I made. And I definitely think that um, being sexualized by men consistently can definitely affect like your self-esteem and like how you perceive yourself. Like you only perceive yourself as like pretty or something if other people tell you that you are. And um, also I was reading something that said that like with increased female objectification, there's been increased causes uh, on cases of things like depression and eating disorders and things like that. Can we also talk about like the male gaze in media? Because I feel like there's that specific male gaze nowadays. And um, I think like an example that I've noticed recently is that like in Euphoria, um, the character Cassie, I she's definitely a character that's um, built into the male gaze. And um, so it's like, you kind of like notice it's the, um, like the stereotypical blonde, you know? Um, And she has like, she has a nice figure. And I guess um, that's, and they um, really utilize that in the show. And I remember her, like, I think her actress, Sydney Sweetie, she like talked about how, she had to like convince the producer to um cut certain parts of her scenes because she felt uncomfortable doing those types of scenes you know and I just think that there's like definitely a male the male gaze in the media and how women are seen or like how they want them to be portrayed and I think like other actresses like Margot Robbie like she definitely dealt with that in the beginning of her career too yeah Oh my God, I want to add, but I don't know what to add because you kind of summed up all of it um, in one. But uh, I was literally going to say something about um, the girl from Euphoria, Miss Sydney. Um, But I did hear about how she would ask to cut certain scenes or she would, um, like before they would film a certain scene, she'd actually, I don't know if it was her, or maybe it was the guy who played, I think his name's Jacob Alordi, but he would say like, is it really necessary to film this certain scene like that? Like it was really extra. Like, oh, it was him. Cause he was saying something like, oh, he'd have to walk down the street to the grocery store, but then they'd ask him to be like half naked. And he's like, is that really necessary? So um, that is also kind of something to point out because a lot of the time um maybe producers will think people will like the show because this is shown or this is shown and it mainly includes women being the main character not to hit on euphoria great show loved it but there were certain parts that like just like mr jacob was saying where it was you really questioned if that wasn't necessary um and a lot of the viewers can't really do much but look even if they don't want to but like it's just kind of in your face so that's like the problem there um I definitely agree I feel like 
women and men are both like very overly sexualized in um like films so like that's a big problem um and i feel like um i feel like um directors they i agree with what you said like directors want people to be more revealing because they think it'll sell more like movies or like whatever because they think that's what people want to see when like sometimes those films they don't even have like a plot it's just like people like revealing themselves and it's not really like entertaining it's kind of directed towards like one audience I agree and I feel like a lot of um actors and actresses might necessarily not necessarily like get a job or something like that if they don't want to be in those revealing scenes um and also I think I saw something I think it was Sydney Sweeney who said that it was kind of hard for others to like view her outside of her character now like that she doesn't just want to be like a sex symbol as just her like personality in real life that she's not just her character in the show oh my god this is like it, it seems random but I swear it has connection but with regards to like tying this back to mental health you know because we're cool like that um there is actually a post I came across because I do nothing but sit on my phone all day long as we can tell by my comments um but there was a post that was saying it was giving like a list of tv show characters like the guy from 13 reasons why or um a guy from euphoria that people actually would send them like death threats on the internet because of the characters they would play on shows um so literally what julia just said about how sydney was commenting on how she couldn't be seen as anything outside her character in the in the show um i think actually has a bigger impact on how they also view themselves because um in some cases like for example austin butler who played elvis which i watched that movie on repeat because he's gorgeous but um he actually had to i think figure out or like um i don't know he had to sound like elvis and it took him i don't know if it was a year or multiple years and he had like an identity crisis or something and he forgot how we actually sounded so I think that's also something that plays a part in a lot of um, not only women, but men. I know we're focusing on women, but also it goes both ways. But um, not only are they not viewed outside their roles, but they also might have some sort of identity or existential crisis on who they even are. Um, and it really gets to your head because you think that after you get all these death threats on social media, obviously you're not going to be as happy as you portray to be on media and your shows yeah I heard about that thing with um the guy from Elvis he like he forgot how he talks in real life which is like so crazy like he doesn't know what he sounds like anymore um like I can't even imagine like the stress that people go under like when you're trying to like act I know that's not really the topic and I'm like getting off topic but like that's also like really stressful. I feel like for a lot of actors, like some actors, they put on like a lot of weight for a role or they lose a lot of weight for a role. And it like, it really has an impact on their mental health. Um, yeah, going back to like Marilyn Monroe again, I just remember that um, because of her like acting career, Marilyn, 
she like also um what she like also suffered from depression and um I know like when she had that relation whole relationship with the Kennedys which is a different topic um she was being compared a lot to um Jackie Kennedy and you would just kind of know like Jackie as being intelligent but you know Marilyn as like the dumb blonde who's like um like obviously very attractive but I just like know that affected her mental health severely and um she was taking a lot of medication and um uh, I just knew that she was like a very intelligent person but like other people would like who knew her personally would describe her to be really sad inside because of how badly um acting and like being seen as a sex symbol affected her throughout the years of her life Okay. I'm like, just like Rhea, I'm kind of, I was, I just like, for some reason, um, when we like, like stop talking about a topic and we talk about a whole nother topic, my brain goes back to the old topic. So um, when we mentioned, we mentioned two things that I just thought about. It's very short, but I think it's worth mentioning. Um, we were talking about men men and like not being able to act feminine and then also like a uh, woman diversity and like maybe men the men area or whatever you want to call it we can talk about um how on tiktok again because i always on tiktok um how uh people take men going into nursing because apparently nursing is i guess just a woman thing and i don't know if you guys know mr andrew tate but he was talking about something that he wouldn't feel comfortable. He had a kid and that kid was in a room full of male nurses or something. And you'd only feel comfortable if it was only female nurses. So I think that that's quite odd. And also considered a feminine job, even though women mainly take it over. Justice for male nurses. Thank you very much. End of discussion. And I feel like also the like stereotypes of genders can um, lead to like other assumptions of like mental illness. Um, like for those who exhibit symptoms of mental illness, that's more like gender typical for them. Um, people attribute those more to the person as opposed to um, those who exhibit symptoms that aren't necessarily typical to their gender. People attribute them to a mental illness. So um that can definitely like influence treatment yeah I also agree with Yasmin said about how um nursing is like a dominantly female um uh job like because my mom's a nurse and I like um, know that most of her coworkers are also females, and um, I think uh, a topic that we also haven't touched up upon is like generational trauma passed on to both genders. Um, I feel like in my household, and I talked about this um, with my other friends before, it's kind of like expected for us females to be the ones cleaning and taking care of everyone else in the household. But I have this friend and. She's like expected to clean up and take out, 
take care of like her family and like do the dishes and everything but when it comes to her older brother he's not really expected to do those things as well and um it's just that her mom like similar to like how my mom kind of um like states how the men in our family shouldn't be cook like shouldn't be like cleaning and um shouldn't like be cleaning or cooking and stuff it should be us doing that for them and it's just kind of like oh I don't think so I don't agree with that statement whatsoever because I think men are fully capable of doing their own laundry as well and putting their dishes away too okay this I feel like I'm talking so much but um a quick thing I might go off on a little tangent because I just I at this point I like hearing my own voice just kidding don't take that serious um but what's it called with this trauma thing I actually had this conversation with my brothers um where I would say like oh you guys expect so much from like women you guys like what if your woman what if like your wife doesn't want to do this this and this like you're gonna have to do it too and they're fully capable just like Ria said um but the the my brothers would also say like oh well we like they people I feel like um don't tend to realize stuff that actually that men actually go through and stuff that like are said for men like if a man for example doesn't want to work he gets a lot of crap for it um and 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 all that stuff uh it's obviously a lot more to that um there was also one more thing I wanted to mention oh and then also with um I guess the idea of gender roles is a woman not being able to do the same thing a man does because it's unsafe for her because I don't understand why I have a curfew of 7 30 but my brothers can be out and about till 2 a.m um so those are two completely different things but they both affect mental health equally 7 30 yes babes I have well not 7 30 like sunset basically before sunset sunset be home um but that's um it makes me cry myself to sleep that I can't go have dinner with my friends but I have to be like I have to like rush home and take care of a bunch of different stuff um but men tend to have that freedom that is a topic in itself if you guys want to build off of it from experience Um, yeah, I have, like, similar stories to that. It's just kind of, like, no, it's just, like, my mom telling me, I remember, like, when we um, stayed in the Philippines, she would always talk to me about how, like, no, the women are supposed to do all the cleaning. Like, you're supposed to do this for your husband and everything. You're supposed to be, like, the housewife to your husband. And I just feel like women are always kind of perceived as, like, a trophy wife or something, like, a side piece for men and it's just I don't know growing up and like hearing those things it just like takes a toll on your mental health because it's like wow um I'm like only expected to do these specific things um in order to keep my husband happy because that's like what my purpose is to like keep my husband and my children happy that's my role to fulfill and it's like so crazy to me how some people really still believe that today and that's like what a woman should be doing yeah and I've definitely seen things where people have said that um 
like they've heard like husbands or people say like that they have to watch the kids or something as if it's like something that shouldn't be their responsibility um because like it just should be their wife's which is not right at all oh my god forget before i forget the next idea that came to my head um Rhea literally oh my god I just repeated it in my head like four times so I wouldn't forget um Rhea just mentioned something <laughs> it was such a good idea too oh my god it's Rhea what did you say I forgot what like the last three sentences um I think it was just like how women are how like there are still some people who think that women are should just like be a trophy wife essentially and just like um be like a side piece for men and stuff and how they're like always supposed to provide for their children and their oh oh thank you thank you so much okay (laughs) there was um it it takes okay so for me for one I um like I have trouble saying no because I was raised constantly helping my mom so it's really hard for me to say no to people because I feel like they're going to be upset with me and I don't want to upset people. I don't know if, is that considered like a people pleaser? Yes. Okay, cool. Glad to know I'm labeled as something. Um, but there is that. And I feel like a lot of women actually feel like they're forced to do something that they don't really want to do, but they don't want to upset whomever. And you just mentioned like women, men come back and they expect all this from from their wives to provide or whatnot um and they have to do it because they don't want to make somebody they love feel bad so that takes a toll on your mental health because you don't really know if what you're doing makes you happy but you're going to convince yourself that it makes you happy because you don't want to do something that's going to upset somebody you love because that's going to upset you too that made no sense but that's what I thought about when you said what you said we have like three more minutes left does anyone have like any final words they want to say please end it here before I come up with another topic and talk um we're gonna wrap it up now since Yasmin's probably gonna bring up a topic and we're gonna go on another tangent again but she's gonna forget what she said but anyways um I think we had a very informative talk about um how gender roles affect um both men and women's society like obviously that like a majority of us here are like all women so we we kind of touched more on um how they affect women in society but obviously they also affect men and like I still think like we all think that um it's still looked down upon for men to be feminine, but I like, just like hopefully in the future, like that'll change and we like become more progressive and um, like more open and accepting to new ideas. I think that's like the most important part, but I feel like um, just in general, there should be like um, more mental health opportunities available for like um anyone who's just like kind of struggling with this and like their own gender identity and how like women and men are perceived in the media because I feel like that just like really affects a lot of the younger generation just like how everything's portrayed in the media yeah
So thank you guys for joining us for the podcast this week. I'm going to stop.